0: All right, so how's it going, everyone? Uh, welcome back to the Bench Wars podcast. We have episode four coming out for you today, talking about uh, the week five games. Um, unfortunately, we ended up missing last week's, um, or the, uh, the week four games. We, our schedules just didn't work out, so we're sorry we couldn't get that out to you guys. But we did have another episode posted that covered some of it, so if you guys want to go check that out. Um, and on today's schedule, we're just going to recap the games. You know, We're going to have some takes. From the you know the teams that we saw from the games and any players we think that are going to break out for fantasy, so stay tuned for the end to come in with our takes for running backs, receivers, quarterbacks, and tight ends. Help you guys win your leagues this week.
1: So, guys, how you doing? Good, good. Um, pretty interesting slate of games this week. I thought there were some pretty good matchups and some yeah, also some terrible that- ones. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: teams that lost that I didn't think should have but get into it
0: so coming right off the gates we're just gonna go right down the line like we normally do starting out with the Thursday night game Ugh, Um, I'm gonna come gross. out by saying I think the the Broncos should just be completely banned from ever being in a primetime game yeah
2: like, yeah, and the like Colts, for the rest honestly. of the existence
0: yeah and the Colts honestly neither team is looking great right now um I mean it there's just complete letdowns to these two teams. I mean a twelve to nine game that went to overtime. The Broncos sold. I mean, Russ is looking terrible. Matt Ryan's if, looking terrible.
1: If you're a Broncos fan right now, you're you're set up for failure for the next five years. Oh, yeah. Something drastically changes. Unfortunately, we I I genuinely feel bad for you because um, I think a lot of fans, not the outside populace, but I think a lot of fans of the Broncos were really excited to get, you know, Russ in there. Oh, he was a huge um, target. And I was skeptical at the beginning, uh, and I'm glad I was because he he looks awful. Um, and I think – I don't think there is talent on that team. Um, they need a new quarterback, and they need a bit of help in – some other places, too, a little bit on the defense. I think their offense, besides the. I think like they have a pretty
0: solid defense, and I agree. Yeah, that their defense have, is pretty good. Yeah. I was going to say, but they have all the weapons on offense. I mean, obviously, the uh, Javante Williams injury, that hurts. That's a lot me. of people were very excited to see him. I know, Stin, that hurts you a lot, having him in a, a couple lot. leagues. But I mean, overall, yeah, uh, Austin wrapped it up pretty great. It's just terrible to have him for five years, taking up that much cap space. And I think all the other teams are kind of, you know, breathing a, a sigh of relief knowing that they didn't waste their money on Russell Wilson because
2: yeah, a complete and, um, disappointment. And I think at this point, I don't even think it would be wrong to say that the Seahawks upgraded that quarterback going from Russell Wilson to Geno Gino Smith, Smith which, yeah, which saying that, if somebody were to come up to me and say that in the beginning of the year, I would have told them they were nuts. Yeah. But the fact that we're sitting here after week five and that's like, it's true, is kind of sad and just goes to show how bad Russell Wilson and the Broncos have been. Um, And then just quickly talking about the Colts, they just obviously know Jonathan Taylor, but their offense looked absolutely horrible too. Michael Pittman Jr., I know a lot of people are high on him. Oh, I was was extremely high on him. Yeah, he hasn't (laughs) been great. Um, But, I mean, the Colts every single year, they have a really rough first six, seven weeks, and then the rest of the season they're actually – like pretty good, and they move the ball pretty well. So, yeah. As a Jonathan Taylor owner, and I'm sure a lot of people that have Taylor, and as well like Michael Pittman, um, I'm hoping to see that this offense starts to get better. But I don't know; we'll see.
0: Yeah, complete disappointment. I mean, no touchdown scored at all. No, not a rushing touchdown. Not a passing touchdown. Obviously, no defensive touchdowns. Just straight field goals. Very terrible game to be watching that
2: night. If you're in this game, I mean, you did pretty good.
0: Yeah. So, moving on to the next game, this one was a pretty shocking one, dude. The Giants and the Packers. The Giants yes. right now have been balling out. I mean, they're four and one. They're one of the – you know, they have a great record. That entire conference actually was at the, the – the, the, the NFC. East. Yeah. This NFC something in it. West, I think.
1: Yeah, they're one of but, the Cowboys um, and
0: Eagles. Yeah, Cowboys, Eagles, all playing well. Giants. and NFC East. NFC East maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. But I mean, I'll, I'll, let's see. Three of those teams are, are all those teams that are just named for four and one, and then obviously the uh, Commanders are there, which oh, is true. like a yeah joke. I mean, are the
2: Eagles still undefeated? Actually, like, they might. Be uh,
0: fine, so. I believe so. Actually, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The Eagles are still undefeated. That's a, who
2: would have thought that division would have been like? the <laughs> <I know. laughs> Best division right now.
0: <laughs> well, so cool. it, it's funny to recap on it because you know at the beginning of the year, one of the first episodes, I I know we touched upon this. We actually talked a lot of shit about this conference because in the past it's always been very terrible like especially in the mm-hmm. last like I think I feel like 5 years everyone was mm-hmm. saying that none of these teams deserve to go to the playoffs but as of right now all, all these teams are looking pretty solid i mean i think the giants are kind of frauds i mean um, I, I would say I mean, I I would agree so, with that but... i mean their defense has been doing well um yeah. daniel jones didn't throw a single touchdown last game he had he went mm-hmm. 21 for 27 with 217 yards not mm-hmm. terrible. Um, Saquon did not have a bad game. He just
2: didn't explode. You know, he had, yeah. he had 13 carries, which I think was kind
0: of low for him.
2: He missed some time. I think he missed, like, half a quarter because of, like, some shoulder thing that I brought him oh, to the okay. locker room for. So, I think he would have gotten more carries and more yards if he didn't miss that time. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, he still did pretty good. Got a touchdown to win it. So
0: Yeah, but then he also did have
2: three receptions
0: for 36 yards.
1: Say, Saquon looks – he looks like he's firing on pretty much all cylinders this year. Yeah. I've been very happy um with his performances, honestly.
0: Yep. I would I would love to see him keep it up. And if he has the most rushing yards this season, I win like six hundred bucks off fifteen. So I don't know if that's gonna happen or not. You know, Nick Chubb's looking pretty scary, but Yeah. Time will tell. So definitely moving possible, on. Though. Yeah, no, it is definitely possible. I pray. So moving on I, to the next game. Before we hop
1: we? over. Yeah, you mind ahead. if I just uh Green Bay to me oh, yeah. looks like oh, they're yeah, in, in a really bad place right, you know. right now. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Like, what'd you say? I said Green Bay to me looks like they're in a bad place right now. I mean they're three and two. I they
2: I, almost lost to the Pats though with Bailey Zach. No, I know. So just I
1: yeah. I feel like I don't know. There's just something in the back of my mind that says. Like, on paper, I look at Green Bay, and I go, that team's doable, right? Like, that's a middle-of-the-pack team. But for some reason, I just – I foresee a future going very poorly for Green Bay. And that's just something I going to say now. Um, and I'd love to see if I'm proven right or wrong later. But I just – the games I've seen them in – and to be fair, I don't watch a lot of Green Bay. Like, I don't see it on the screen a ton. But – watching recaps and looking at plays like I just I don't have a lot of hope for them late in the season especially with Rodgers being old if he gets injured like what does that team do
0: yeah nothing I mean yeah. like and you see how frustrated like Rodgers is too like with his receiving core Oh, I, I think they have a great run game I mean with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon that's a great combo to have you of have course. a bowling ball of a person then Aaron Jones who's one of the better backs in the league. Definitely, I feel like
2: not like a very exciting team to watch this year, though. I honestly think like we just spent a couple minutes crapping on the Denver Broncos. I think the Green Bay Packers are one overtime loss for, to the Patriots away from being just as disappointing as the Denver Broncos yeah, have been absolutely, this year. So, yeah. And they can't – I mean, the Giants were down what? It was like, what, 20-7 to 7 or something? And then yeah. coming back and beating them, so.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I was to say that, actually. In the fourth quarter, they had two touchdowns, and Green Bay had a safety, I think.
2: And that was taken by the – that was yeah, taken it, by the it Giants. It like a strategy by thing.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. So, the, they didn't score in the fourth quarter, which is not something you want to see. They didn't score in the second half at all, actually. Yeah. Other than, what, you know, that, that
2: safety, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. With Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you can't not score in the second half. Yeah,
1: like no. That. We want to uh, patrol a little bit further. Uh, I know we were just mentioning the Patriots and Green Bay game. Patriots-Lions. Patriots-Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Nice. Love it.
0: Oh, great. great to see. I mean, actually, so going into this week, I did think the Patriots were going to take this one. I know I've also praised the Lions in the last couple of episodes because I really feel like they do have a, a great young team. Jared Goff has been doing well. But they had a lot of injuries. Uh, uh, you know, Amon Ra didn't really do too much. I think he was kind of limited. He didn't seem like he was, you know, doing yeah, all that. Sh- but I mean, look at the stats from the game too. Um, God, Zappy, game. Zappy really didn't have a great game. Yeah. I mean, seventy. I mean, obviously, a twenty-nine to zero win is nothing you can ever complain about. But the stats were uh, seventeen. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, so, uh, 17 attempts – or 21 attempts, 17 completions, 188 yards, a touchdown and an interception.
1: I would just like to say, well, those aren't like jaw-dropping stats. A touchdown and interception, you know, a little under 200 yards. Four incompletions and a touchdown and almost 200 yards, first time ever starting in the NFL yeah. for a game. Um, as complaint. a Patriots fan, I don't mm-hmm. want Zappy at quarterback, but – I'm never going to complain about that because the, the, he has no experience. Yeah. Like, literally his and, first time, mm-hmm. unironically, You got to think about job. it,
2: too. That, you got to think about it, too. They were literally blowing him out. So, like, he didn't need to throw the ball. Like Very true. They were not really trying to even move the ball on offense. They were just trying to waste time at that point because they're up by and so much.
1: Which Stevenson had a hell of a game. Too. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, carries, 161 rushing yards. yards. No dude, touchdowns, dude, though. But which was like it was
0: actually funny about the touchdowns because a lot of them came from defense and the kicker, dude. Nick Folk scored 17 of our points in that game. Love it, love it. Yeah, I mean, I it what's scary to think is that uh, like the Lions aren't anywhere near a top tier team. So I don't think the Patriots have much hope when we play the Bills, the Chiefs. I mean, in the past, I might have said the Dolphins, how the Dolphins are looking right now.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. We'll probably have a shot at beating them. I I don't know when two is like aimed to come back, but.
1: Honestly, a great week for Jacoby Myers, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going right to say uh, Two receptions, really 111 I would, yards. I wouldn't mind putting my faith in him down the line, um, you know, being a Patriots player. Like, obviously, he's not some elite-level wide receiver, but going down the line, like, if he's going to show that he can have big games like this, and Aguilar's shown he can also have big games like this, as a Patriots fan, I have a little bit more, a little bit more, like, not satisfaction but peace of mind maybe knowing that we do at least have guys that are out here that can get it done yeah
0: absolutely gonna say so, um right. and then uh jack jones had a touchdown had a great pick six
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i think the biggest that. takeaway here is the the pats defense looks pretty solid again lines bad team but i thought our defense looked pretty good so oh
0: yeah absolutely play very well. So defense wins games, so going on to a game that was pretty exciting was the um the Chargers and the Browns game. Chargers ended up taking it uh, thirty to twenty-eight. Honestly, I didn't get to see too much in this game. I knew Austin Eckler balled out. Let me check his stats real yeah, quick. Sixteen Eckler's carries, back. 173 yards. Yeah, it's about time. I mean Austin Eckler fantasy or um fantasy owners can finally rejoice. Averaging almost eleven yards a run. That's absolutely insane. I mean, let's see, what do you have for receiving, too? He had – and he had a receiving touchdown, four receptions for 26 yards. Love to see it. Mike Williams had a big game, 10 receptions, 134 yards. And Herbert did all right. I mean
1: – I was just going to ask, how do we feel about Herbert with the whole – because he's he's not injured anymore. He's not healthy,
0: he? though. He's not healthy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And he has He's had no Keenan, and I feel like Keenan Allen is like kind that's of a safety, safety blanket. blanket. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, he's his guy, and that's. I, I was just going to talk about Eckler. Like maybe we see like he's had two what thirty-five point weeks in fantasy. Maybe we see his target go down a little bit once Keenan Allen comes back. But I still yeah. think he's going to be good. Do, and then same do we thing know with what my that's Williams. supposed to be. It's a hamstring, so he it could be nursing it like all year. Yeah, he could come back dude, for a ha- game. That hamstrings more. are
0: hamstrings are a very lingering injury. I mean, I remember when I heard my hamstring, it literally didn't heal for almost like a year. Like I'd be lifting at the gym or just going for like a run and I would always feel it like pulling on me. So yeah. yeah. Especially Keenan's not no
2: spring chicken. Like he's like what, yeah. thirty now. So yeah, <laughs> he's getting um, up there, but.
1: A little unfortunate for me personally to see the Chargers three and two. Um, I was kind of hoping they'd be one of the more un- like in a still an undefeated team like this late in the season. I've, I kind of like the chargers honestly it's like i early. like their roster i like their players um honestly i would have really enjoyed seeing herbert win an MVP. now i don't i think he might have been in the picture um or he, he could still be obviously it's still early but uh with the injury i think it, it might push him a little farther away especially if you know if other guys are stepping up but i was excited to see the chargers coming into the year and i mean three and two not a bad record but they haven't kind of been thin, like one of
0: those Jaw dropping yeah. team so far, which it's is kind what of an everyone. Game
1: against the Browns too, you know. Superstar roster, yeah. like you would think. Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah. moving on to the Browns real quick. Uh Jacoby Brissett. You know, we uh, we talked about him on the last episode. He's been doing fairly well. Yeah, I mean, he's getting the job done for the Browns. They're two and three. There's nothing really to you know, write home about. But I think the Browns are still a tough team. I mean, their defense is looking good. Their run game is looking job. very good. Yeah, job, one word. Yeah, pain. That's the only person I'm I'm worried about really beating Saquon for rushing yards this year because it's
1: not looking yeah, good. Yeah,
2: Chubb is a beat. Chubb is basically a lock for over 100 rushing yards a game. Like at this yeah, point
1: it's just going to happen every game. nuke on the ground. Yeah. And then, you know, Two with touchdowns.
0: The, possibly the greatest like, you know, running back or the the double-headed monster in the league, you know, with Chubb and Hunt.
1: Yeah. I just don't know Bro- how you stop those guys. It's it's they're crazy.
0: Yeah. Um another player that's actually falling out for them, I feel, has been uh, David Njoku.
1: Mm.
0: He's been I feel like he's been a lot of targets recently, like this last game. He had six receptions for eighty-eight yards, averaging almost fifteen yards a catch. Um, obviously Amari Cooper is still a huge threat. But other than that, I feel like those have really only been the two like biggest targets for them. And then Kareem Hunt coming out of those little dump plays, but
1: And the thing is I don't I don't really worry about the Browns for that like reason because their run game is just so solid. Like, if a team's going to game plan against them and stop the run, they're going to lose games. But if they can't or they just don't have the pieces to stop them, they're just going to run down – literally right down your throat and just – and probably steal a couple of games just doing that. So Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean the Browns lost by 2 points this game on a I think a game winning field goal they let that game against the Jets slip away from them that big comeback like the two touchdown comeback in like 2 minutes so those two things don't happen and they're sitting at 4 and, uh, four and 1 and you forget that Deshaun Watson comes back like what week 11 so yeah, if they're actually a, a 500 team when Deshaun I, Watson comes back like I, I do we see them in the playoffs
1: is it a mad sure. take to say I'm not excited for him to come back? <laughs> I'm not either. I don't.
0: I'm not I just. I don't see him coming back and just being that guy. Not That's this true, season, yeah. at least. I mean, New I don't know what his status or? is. I don't know what his status has been for like practicing and stuff like that. Because I, I want to say he wasn't supposed to, but I thought I saw somewhere that he was still like practicing and training. I'm sure and he's.
1: And, I'm sure he's not practicing with the team. You know, in air quotes. Yeah, but he's, he's not got like running reps for and like. You know,
0: maybe a little bit, yeah. I mean, but I mean, we all know he's and, in the facility getting massages, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, funny enough, actually, i, I was the kind I waiver wire because I needed a quarterback for this week in one of my other leagues. And I, 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 I think I've been seeing Deshaun Watson start creeping up that board where, like, once it gets around that time, that might be someone that you know you guys want to
2: grab. grab, even though I know you know, some people already have them, like, just oh, yeah. them. So. probably, but I personally don't. but.
1: All right, boys. Well, the uh, the next one we I got at least is the Jaguars Texans, and um, this is the game I was probably most upset about this week because I've really enjoyed the Jaguars this year. Yeah, um, I like their I like their roster. I don't think it's great, but I like their roster. Like I like the players on it. Um, and to lose to the Texans, I just I'm like Ugh. yeah.
0: Well, it, it's really unfortunate because my mom, was. Uh, she's in one of those keep, or picker leagues where you pick a team to win every week, and if they win, then you go on, and if they lose, then you're out of the pool. And she asked me at the beginning of the week, she's like, oh, should I take the Jaguars or the Buccaneers? And I told her the Buccaneers were a lock, but normally when you do these kind of things, you can't pick the same team twice. So I was telling her to save the Buccaneers and to take the Jaguars, even though it was a riskier pick, I really thought, you know, with the way they've been kind of rolling that they would do much better. Because, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, 25 for 47, two, two interceptions. interceptions. Yeah, that's just – I mean, you can't be doing that yeah. <laughs> uh, you, on you the
1: side. You can't throw the ball that much, have two picks, and have no touchdowns, not break 300 yards, and then yeah. to add to it, have absolutely zero run game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. actually, I'll uh, just uh, to mention the uh, Jaguars league rusher this week, guys, was uh, Travis ATN. He's on the call up. Yeah, he's on the call up. I mean, he had three receptions for 43 yards. That's something that fantasy owners are happy to see. I mean, I'm not sure how many points he got, but it's probably setting pretty well. What he got seven points from the yards, he got 10. He probably got about like 14 points this week. That's not bad for no touchdowns. You no, know, it's not so. terrible. That's like, that's someone if I start, I'm not disappointed that I start. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 eventually, he's going to add a touchdown
2: on top of that. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure because I look at like uh, snap shares for like every position after every week just to kind of gauge like what's going on, especially with the running back backfields. And I'm pretty sure he finally outsnapped James Robinson as well. No, yep, he did. Which is he a, did. Also, a very he good did start, by a lot.
0: So. Oh wait, no no no, okay, no yeah. he no he. Uh, I don't know. So they got the same amount of carries. They each got ten carries, but uh, Robinson only had 27 yards, and then. Let's see. Robinson EGN got had three two receptions. Catches.
1: Robinson had two.
0: Yeah, so so they're essentially getting the same. Just I I really feel like so with the way they're splitting reps, either back could have a good game. You know, one of them's probably going to have a bad game, and the other one's probably going to have you know a decent Actually, to good game.
1: Speaking of a bad game, Kirk. Uh, yeah, I Kirk didn't get a Kirk's lot. Slowing of slowing down a one reception. Just un- but- unfortunate.
2: I will say the last two weeks uh, for Christian Kirk have been a little bit slower, but at the same time, Trevor Lawrence in those two weeks, four fumbles and three interceptions. So yeah. they're not able four to keep fumbles, the ball. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Well, I don't know if they, he lost all of them, but I know he's had four fumbles. So yeah, I mean they're just they're just not able to keep the ball in their hands. They're not able to get some long drives going, and that's as a receiver where you get like your receptions and yards. So if this offense starts playing a little bit better, I think Kirk will be fine. But.
0: As yeah, of right man. now,
2: um, I mean, it's all in Lawrence. I'm also
0: curious. Um, I saw that Damian Pierce is out this week. Uh, do you guys know what the he's injury was? No, I, I know, see. but I I thought he was injured too. Oh,
2: I don't know if he got an injury, but I was going to say
0: Damian Pierce is really that, good.
1: Final, yeah, I think the the last couple of games he's really stepped it up, which I'm happy to see.
0: Oh yeah, I mean he had what, a touchdown in ninety nine yards this week. A lot of carries too. Been a workhorse. Yes. Yeah, he's. Oh, okay. So maybe I did miss see that. He is perfectly healthy, guys. That's a, that's my guy. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, and reason, he's basically he
2: a lot. Like when they get when they get inside the ten yard line, he's probably gonna get the touchdown because like yeah. Davis Mills is gonna throw it. So that's like All he right. has a touchdown like three weeks in a row. I think so. Love to see it. So
0: we, we do have to move on to the next game. He spent a lot of time talking about that, but um, up next. Falcon, Falcons and Buccaneers. I I don't think the Buccaneers have like ever lost the Falcons as of recent history, especially Tom Brady. Um, yeah. but Tom Brady, I,
1: Tom Brady won't lose to the Falcons.
0: No.
2: Okay. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is I didn't watch this game. The only thing that I saw was the replay of the ref in the pass, which would have let the Falcons get the ball back with a chance to win the game. I was I was gonna bring that up. That is, I mean, I watched that and I was like, not gonna that, know, that is just BS.
0: absolutely atrocious. The, and uh, the last game of the week with the uh, Raiders and the Chiefs, there's a couple bad ones in that one, too. But this one, I mean, there's just nothing you can – like, I don't understand this. Like, I don't know. Players are going in to sack the quarterback, and they literally have to, like, pick them up and put – like, not drop them. They have to put them on the ground at this point.
1: I yeah. think I think it ruins the integrity of the game a little bit. It does. I mean, like, like – To say that every other player on the field can get absolutely crushed, destroyed. Yeah. And you have to handle these quarterbacks like their kids in daycare, like pretty much. It's like, dude,
0: they're in the heat of the moment. They're not going into it yeah. thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna absolutely like you know hit him as hard as I possibly can." It's just heat of the moment. You're going for the sack. You know, it, it was at a huge point in the game too, and it, like it, yeah. things just happen. Like Brady wasn't hurt. It wasn't like egregious no. at all. It wasn't violent. It it's just no, it's like at this
2: at this point, they're gonna have to just make it two hand touch because like. You have to sack the quarterback. You have to get him to the ground, but they don't want you to bring him to the ground. So it's like, how no. are you supposed to get a sack?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's ridiculous to me. You see a lot more of the, vet, the veteran quarterbacks or like the really high-end quarterbacks getting that protection a little bit more, which, yeah. you know, I understand from, uh, you know, a business perspective that the NFL is like, who's the most entertaining player? The quarterback. It's the most important. Yeah. The one that makes the passes, gets the touchdown, scores the points. But at the same time, you gotta let him play. Like yeah. you, you can't just you can't just wrap him in bubble wrap and say, All right, push him, push him over when you get close, but
0: you yeah. know, don't but push Don't, don't live on top of him. But but Brady did have a pretty decent game, not a lot of touchdowns, but thirty-five completions on fifty two attempts, three hundred and fifty one yards. Obviously more than enough to get the job done. Yeah. it um, was a Lenny game for sure. It, it, it was a huge yeah. I, I didn't realize how many I didn't realize how many receptions Lenny had this game. He had 10 receptions for 83 yards, 14 wow. carries for 56 yards, and a touchdown or two touchdowns. Yeah.
1: It just crazy.
0: It, Great, good, it felt good, good stuff. To
1: see Brady do good too. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. All right. So moving on to the game that was a complete blowout. Honestly, oh. all I only saw the highlights of it was the uh, Bills and Steelers. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to,
1: 38 talk about to three. about that game. Like, it's just.
0: Well, it's funny is that like in my parlay this week I ended up taking the uh, under for the game, which was I think forty-seven, and obviously that hit because it was you know it was only a total of forty-one, but it's just at like going into half I think what it was thirty to zero or thirty to three. So it like, was they had three because
2: I think it started seven to three.
0: Yeah, it did, but then yeah because the because the Bills had uh, ten in the first quarter one a ninety-eight yard touchdown I think on like the first play.
2: To Gabe yeah, Davis. It was, it was third and ten. They had two incompletions to start the game. It was third and ten on the two-yard line, and yeah. he catches – it was like a 15-yard pass. It wasn't like he bombed it. It was a 15-yard yeah. pass to oh. Davis, and he just ran it the rest of the way.
0: Yeah, dude, Gabe Davis had three receptions this game for 171 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Absolutely that's disgusting. Insane. And he was on my bench, so. <laughs> oh, that's, that's even more unfortunate. But yeah. Josh Allen, another phenomenal game. Twenty passes for, or twenty completions on thirty-one attempts. Four hundred and twenty-four yards and four touchdowns. Highlight week, you know.
1: All right, boys. Like I, I gotta yeah. ask it. Is he is he a front runner right now? Oh, yes. I don't know, dude. It's, it's so for it's all- for MVP.
2: Yeah. yeah. I would say him or Lamar
0: in my. Opinion. I think Lamar's up there, dude. I think. Yeah. If Lamar, especially because we know that man wants to be paid, if he wins an MVP this season, he's gonna be, be become the highest paid quarterback in the league, which mind you, it's Matthew Stafford
1: right now. Is, Is that it? Mahomes?
0: I don't think so. I, I saw a list that, that came out the other day and I'm pretty sure it's Matt Stafford.
1: Mahomes makes fifty million dollars a year.
0: I think I think Stafford's making like sixty. Wow. Let me that's you know, quite the over. Let me fact check and, you know, myself
2: while you guys talk I'll, about.
0: Whatever you guys speak want to so, say.
2: Something I that is ridiculous. Yeah, something I want to say real quick is, I don't care if you drafted Najee Harris in the second round. I don't care if you drafted him in the first round. I don't care if you drafted him first overall. You cannot start him at this point. No he way. literally got outsnapped, Najee Harris. He literally got outsnapped by whoever the backup is. I don't even know his name. And is it um, Warren. Yeah, and he just hasn't looked good. Like, he looks inefficient. He looks slow. I'm thinking he might still be hurt. But, like, overall, this offense is just so bad. And he's not getting the reception work like he did last year. It's – I mean, I mean if you have Najee Harris in fantasy, you really can't do anything
1: with him at this point. And not only that, if you're a Steelers fan, you are in complete panic mode right now. Yeah. Complete panic mode. I,
2: I feel bad for Kenny Pickett. He plays – the Bills' last game for his first ever career start, and then he gets Tampa Bay next week. So it's a tough start for him. Hopefully it gets better. But, I mean, at least for him, he knows it can't really get any worse than that. Any worse start. than that,
1: so, right? Yeah. Um, so this I think this has to still be an old list.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm having trouble finding it because um, the other thing is it goes by salary based off, like, the years and stuff like that and the signing bonuses. So, like, this website hasn't been oh, TV. Yeah. But at the top of the – I'll, I'll show some of the highlights from the list. Right now, it says Aaron Rodgers is number one, making about, like, $27 million a year with a, with a $41 million signing bonus, but an average salary of about 50. Let's see. Uh, Russell Wilson is number two right now. Gross. We touched upon that. Very disappointing. Okay. Kyler Murray's up there for number three. That,
2: the thing is, like, somebody that, like, gets the contract two or three years ago sets the tone. So, like, yeah. Patrick Mahomes did it a couple years ago, and exactly. everyone else after that gets higher
0: than And you. they want more. Exactly.
2: So, you know, everyone wants to get paid. Those three contracts you just read out were from this summer. So Yeah,
0: exactly. And then Deshaun Watson as well. He was at number four. Big bucks. Patty Mahomes was at five. Josh Allen was at six. Derek Carr was at seven. And Stafford was at eight. But Stafford is making about 40 mil a year. His signing bonus was 60 mil. So maybe that's what I was like reading when I was like talking yeah. about it earlier. Um, he's guaranteed 135 million, and then he has a bunch of incentives too. Well,
1: but you know who's you know who's not getting paid a lot, Zach Wilson, and you know Probably for a reason. Some, yeah, and you know, he just but he just made the Miami Dolphins look. like I was to say, this. Off.
0: This brings us back into the uh, into the next game.
1: Well, all right. In the Dolphins' defense, I
2: think the guy that was quarterback for them, I saw him working at Walmart the other week, so yeah, yeah,
0: like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, I don't even know who that is. S. Thompson, but well, let me find his name. I don't even Skyler know. I'm
2: pretty sure they said he was like a six round pick,
0: yeah. Oh, never so. heard of the guy in my life, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had one attempt and then he left the game with an injury, I'm presuming.
2: I feel like I heard that, yeah. He got rocked. It was. was it like it was a like concussion head- protocol or- it was head and you know after and, what happened with Tua, they were not putting Teddy Bridgewater back in the game. Yeah. They didn't want to get more people to get fired. So. They couldn't, but yeah. overall, Zach
0: Wilson obviously got the job done, but their run game is what got the job done, dude. Brees Hall, 18 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown. Michael Carter, two touchdowns. Um, I don't even know. Uh, and then Zach Wilson had a rushing touchdown. And yep. then,
2: who's this guy? And, and Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios. Do
0: you know him, Cam?
2: Yeah, he's like uh he's like another Cooper Cup kind of a little bit.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so he's a, just so he's a receiver.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. A, oh okay. He's just a <laughs> Cooper Cup. Dude, that's why I
2: said that. But then Brees the, Hall uh, has two receptions for a hundred yards. Yeah. He had an eighty yard reception. So yeah, that that did help that. That's absolutely
0: insane. If a you have Brees Hall
2: in fantasy this week, you're happy. But you're also a little bit pissed off because he got tackled at the one yard line twice and then Michael Carter just ran it in. Oh really? He I did like, not see that. Yeah so he easily could have had like a 40 point week but.
1: I um I looking at the future of the Jets run game uh I think they could they could develop into like a, d- a dynamic backfield kind of like how the Browns have right now or how Green Bay is where they have two really solid guys at the <laughs> running back position that are just mm-hmm. trading blows and just, like, I mean, i not saying Zach Wilson can't get it done at quarterback, but if you have to just rely on your run game, I'm, like, this deep into the season right now, no injuries, like, I'm pretty confident in these two guys that they can get it done. I've really liked their performance a good portion of the year, and Brees Hall stepping up in the past couple of games has been nice to see, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think Brees Hall is, is going to be one of the best backs in the league. Uh zone develop. So. Yeah, and um, just on the, on the Dolphin side of things, tough game for everyone. But you can't really, you just yeah, have to point have to wait for Tua third come string back, quarterback. But, it's just
0: you gotta hope Tua can get back soon. Hopefully the doctors don't you know mess anything up. But I'm sure they're gonna yeah. be very hesitant about it. So
1: yeah, because I mean I he was playing well, you know, and then he got that back injury. Back yeah. Back uh, in- <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, you know, obviously, it's it's too bad to see him go down like that, especially with the team playing so well. Um, but you know, in all honesty, like I, after the first two weeks, I was I've kind of been rooting for the Jets, which sounds really weird, but I don't know, I kind of like them. I do like
2: the Jets. I like the Jets a lot.
1: I just like how bad they've always been, and to be like decent slash good now is it's kind of fun to see.
0: Yeah. So jumping into the next game is going to be the Vikings beating the Bears, 29-22. to 22. Yeah, 29-22, to 22, Vikings improving to 4-1. and one. Great start to their season. Um, one note that I actually did take away from this game, obviously I didn't get much of a chance to watch it, but Justin Fields from the stat line didn't do terrible. I mean, 15 completions off, off, off 21, 208 yards and a touchdown. He didn't throw a pick this game. So the Bears aren't shooting That's themselves in the foot first. there. Um, David Montgomery's back, which means you know the Khalil Herbert time probably over because Montgomery's already seeing all the workload. I mean, he had four receptions for 62 yards, he had 12 carries for only 20 yards, but a touchdown, which is nothing to write home about. But he's getting all the targets and all the yeah, and all the runs. So
2: one so I just want to say something real quick. Equinemius St. Brown. They have the same last name, so I should have known this. But just last week, I realized that that was Ahmad Rossay Brown's brother. I had no clue. Yeah, zero clue.
0: Well, it's funny because in Week One, they actually they scored a touchdown less than like a minute away from each other. Oh, really? There's something crazy like that. Yeah, it was like a minute or two, I think. Yeah, but Um, moving to the Viking side, um, Kirk, pretty pretty great game. I mean, 32 completions off 41. 296 yards, a touchdown, one interception. Didn't get to see that. Justin Jefferson stepping in at quarterback for a play. Had a twenty-three yard completion. Uh, yeah, Dalvin, uh,
2: Justin Jefferson did really good. Charlie's just said Jefferson, yeah. twelve receptions, one hundred and fifty-four receiving yards.
0: Yeah, love to see it. So I mean, he's getting fed. I I feel like with those with that many receptions being, let's see, the next closest guy was KJ Osborne with five receptions, and then everyone else either had four or two, pretty much. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Thielen only seeing four receptions is kind of disappointing because I do like Adam Thielen a lot. I feel like he's always been like one of those number two guys, but one of the most reliable number two guys. Yeah, and he's been doing it for a long time. So Uh, after the rushing game, Dalvin Cook, great week, ninety-four yards, two touchdowns. Fantasy owners of him finally happy or i think he did good last week too i'm not mistaken yeah
2: i'll say they can be happy that he had two touchdowns but i think this is the first time that we've seen alexander madison actually have a role on this team with dalvin cook not being injured Mm -hmm. he had nine carries he got he ran more routes than dalvin cook did so yeah if you're cook uh cook owner you're happy you got the touchdowns he's still gonna probably get around 20 carries a game but Alexander Madison does actually have a role on this team now, which I guess can be a little bit concerning.
0: It can be, but, I mean, I feel like Dalvin Cook still, you know, outrushed them by nine rushes. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What were they after receiving? Because I know Cook – I mean, okay, Cook only saw two passes and Madison saw one more reception with three. Mm. But I don't know. I'm not worried about them taking over. I think everyone knows the talent that Dalvin Cook has – and honestly, I don't think it's ever necessarily a bad thing to have someone you know stepping in a little bit, giving your RB one a break. Yeah. It cuts down the injuries, and that's something that's I, I think the team should be looking to do. You know, when they really need like an explosive play, Dalvin Cook's their guy. So. so, moving on to the next one, we have the Titans and the Commanders. Um, I mean, Titans took it, which is very obviously very glad to see. I'd like to see Derrick Henry get two rushing touchdowns, 102 yards. Um. One, I mean, I don't really have too much to say about this game. I didn't get to watch too much, but looking at the stats, Carson Wentz had a game. Really, I mean, I know that he's lost, good, yeah. <laughs> but um, twenty, I mean, twenty-five completions off thirty-eight attempts, three hundred fifty-nine yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I'm not sure when that interception came. So if it was at a poor time, then maybe not. But um, one thing I did see—I don't know how to say his name. It's um. Diami Brown, Diami Brown. Yeah, yeah, Diami Brown had uh, only two receptions for two touchdowns and 105 yards.
2: Not sure who he is. But
0: that is a Gabe Davis type type stat line, right there.
2: One thing I do also want to point out for the run game for the Washington Commanders is uh, Brian Robinson in his first game back after being out for a couple weeks. uh, First game back, nine carries. Antonio Gibson only saw three carries and McKissick didn't see any. So it's looking like, from a rushing standpoint, Brian Robinson is the guy. Um, So I don't think you could start any of these guys in fantasy, but I do hope Robinson maybe takes over the backfield and starts playing really well. So, yeah. Titans are also leading their division, by the way,
0: which really, I guess, I don't think I'm too shocked. I kind of forget who's, I think the Jaguars are in their division. And I kind of forget who else.
2: Is it Colts, too?
0: Yeah, yeah. Jaguars, Colts, and then – and Titans, and then – ooh. I really do not this know. Hit, no clue. No clue. Balmya Division. But happy to see them up. I, I, I think they're a very tough team that's going to upset some teams this year. So, I mean, you know, being the commander, that's not an upset at all. I feel like they were definitely favored to win that. But yeah. I also took their spread this week. Actually, uh, their spread was only I think like minus one and a half. So I felt like that was kind of a lock for the week. But and then moving up, a very high scoring game next. Actually, was the uh, Saints and the Seahawks. Saints ended up taking it thirty nine to thirty two. Uh, Gino, great game. I mean, three passing touchdowns, two hundred and sixty eight yards, sixteen completions. Nothing to complain about. Um, Once some bad news to the Seahawks. Not necessarily. The worst news, but I was kind of upset by it. Uh, Rashawn Penny's out for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was, I mean, he was the workhorse last year, mm-hmm. so painful to see that happen. But that I means Kenneth Walker is going to be taking over a lot more. So that's that's probably someone that you guys might want to look at scooping up. He had eight carries for already, got him in two yards. leagues. Did you? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I put in for a couple of my leagues, but then Tyler Lockett had a Tyler Lockett week. Five receptions for 104 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and also, I just want to get this out of the way, because I, I was thinking about it earlier, is that um, DK, that Metcalf has actually been playing pretty well. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's because Geno's been performing, which I just I think at the beginning of the season, no one saw. But I, I feel like there's been a bunch of good games at a DK this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, DK's been playing well in, in- – <laughs> You know, in fantasy, when the season was uh, starting and you were doing your drafts, a lot of people were avoiding him because of the QB situation. I was, and, mm-hmm. exactly. And now he got an upgrade at QB, so it's like, yeah, yeah, I did get an I, I think if, if you drafted DK, you're probably pretty happy because uh, you probably got him at a pretty decent value because a lot of people were avoiding him. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, I'm happy to see Geno Smith producing,
0: dude. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Love to see an underdog perform. So yeah. Moving on to the Saints side, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was commanding the helm this week, and obviously got things done. But <laughs> looking at these stats is actually hilarious. Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill. <laughs> had also another very Taysom Hill game where he had nine carries, 112 yards for three touchdowns.
2: Yeah. See, the thing is, Ridiculous. people are gonna people are gonna be adding Taysom Hill and trying to plug him in at starting tight end, and he's probably gonna get like two points next week. Like, that's just the way it is with Taysom Hill. No, I don't think that's ever going to be allowed to
0: happen again, dude. That was...
2: Yeah. Because uh, I, I remember that one week in fantasy,
0: what, that was two or three years ago? It was was he talking about when he was QB? Yeah, well, uh, when you could plug out Taysom Hill in that tight end in fantasy.
2: Yeah. It's just, like, I don't see that ever being allowed again, dude. That's just, like, having a oh, start. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And has one point, reception like on the year, and he's, a, he's tight end el- eligibility, but he has one yeah. reception on the year
0: for that's two ridiculous. yards. That's ridiculous. Um, Kamara did have a great game. Obviously, Taysom Hill ended up stealing like all the rushing touchdowns, but um, we've been seeing more life out of Kamara, which I mm-hmm. think is great for a lot of fantasy owners because we were talking about it on the last episode as well. But um, Kamara, towards the end of the summer, as we got closer to the league, we all I think everyone kind of started to realize he's not going to be suspended this season, so his draft stock went way up. Like he, you know, he was going late second. Or, no, no, sorry, late first, maybe early second if people were skeptical. And I knew he wasn't going to be my first-round pick. I just felt like there's too many good receivers, such as, you know, Diggs or Debo was kind of, like, a more risky pick over him. But just people like that. But a lot of people should be happy about that. He has six receptions for 91 yards, 103 rushing yards.
2: Yeah, and uh, Olave looked good, had a touchdown, but I think he got a concussion. So I don't know if he's he going to play this next week. Yeah, so I was right, yeah. it looks like they're gonna get Thomas back though, so that should be good for them. But yeah, hopefully. Um, just for,
0: uh, trying to get through these games a little bit quicker than we were before. Um, let's see. So 49ers beat the Panthers, 37 to 15. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't do terrible. Um, 230 or 253 passing yards, two touchdowns, and then they also had two uh, two touchdowns on the ground with uh, Coleman and Wilson. Um, let's see what was that Jeffrey Wilson? Yeah, Jeffrey Wilson had 17 carries. He's the workhorse in that field, in that backfield right now. Tevin Coleman yep. got eight carries, which I mean, I guess that's you know still rivaling, but that's nowhere near 17. He's yeah, nine more carries in him. So someone you like, someone you guys might want to pick up. But um, Debo's been pretty disappointing so far this season as well. Yeah, I was to just add. gonna
1: say that, he, like in terms of fantasy, he really just. I mean, not what he was last year.
0: Yeah, and which I mean is very hard to repeat. Right. But let's see. Uh, just real quick on the Panther side, Baker Mayfield still not great, still pretty terrible. Injured actually. and out now too.
2: High ankle. Oh,
0: he is actually. Yeah,
2: it's not like the. Yeah, it's a long. It's a good. Too. They and said two say, to
0: six weeks, but I want to say Sam know. Donald's injured as well, which means yeah. that they got Philip Walker in right. P.J. Walker. Right, is it PJ Walker? Yeah, PJ Yeah, he Walker. was the guy from the uh, from the
2: uh, X, uh, XFL CFL. What was it? Yeah, he honestly he's played a couple games and he doesn't look like horrible. Like, uh, I don't decent. know, dude. <laughs> I don't know, but also, uh, real quick, they fired their head coach, so they did, yes. they're gonna have a whole new outlook. Uh, maybe they look better, maybe they look way worse. I feel like there's not really much way to go down, but I think it's
0: hard to know. do that in the middle of the season to introduce a new coach. We saw the yeah, Raiders exactly. do it last year when Gruden ended up, you know, leaving or stepping down. So, best of luck for them. I need them to get over seven and a half wins this year for my for my bet to hit. Don't know if that'll end up happening, but. Um, up next, we got the Eagles and the Cardinals. Eagles advancing to five and zero, still undefeated, from my recollection. And then uh, the Cardinals missed a game a uh, game tying field goal, which would have brought it to overtime. See what are the Cardinals' records? Yeah, two and three. Not not great in
2: Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just really sitting there and counting down the days till D Hop comes back. Because so I I do think this offense is going to look a lot better when they got D Hop. But I
0: think it'll 100%. look better, dude, but I don't I don't
2: know how big of an
0: impact he's going to make. I mean, I I feel like he's yeah. not the guy he was with the Texans. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I if I'm not mistaken, his first season on the Cardinals was a thousand plus receiving yard year.
2: Yeah. But I don't I don't really remember much from that season, so yeah, I mean obviously like the Cardinals last year started what six and oh, seven and oh and then yep. everything went downwards. So I mean Yeah, they ended up I finishing think, like
0: like ten and six or something like that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just gonna be one of those teams that can compete, but I don't I this point I don't even think they're gonna be a playoff team.
0: Yeah. So, moving up next, another team that might not be a playoff team, the Rams. The Rams and the Cowboys. It hurts. It is. It I mean, like, I, I feel like we do oftentimes see this where a, a Super Bowl team does not perform to the near same caliber they did that season when they had that, you know, that run to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, come on, dude. It's – what are the Rams at right now? Are they two and 3 as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, plenty of season left to bounce back, but it's just – I don't know, dude. I feel like Cooper Rush didn't even have a good game. It's not like they were putting up no, crazy yeah. points on them. I know Tony Pollard had a had a, a couple huge runs, adding a touchdown, um only had 8 carries and outrush Zeke by 8 yards and Zeke had 22 carries. Yeah. That's so
1: that's a little embarrassing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean overall, dude, it's just Cooper Rush is getting it done. And I feel like he's never had a crazy stat line cuz I remember when I was looking to pick up quarterbacks I saw Cooper Rush up there, so I started thinking, like, maybe he, he can be that guy, but this, the points aren't worth it. Um, Stafford didn't do horrible, actually. I mean, didn't score the way that we wanted to see him, you know, obviously score. He had 308 yards, a touchdown, interception, and 28 completions.
1: I mean, it's pretty standard, I feel like. like it's,
0: Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's just painful, dude, because they don't have a run game. I mean, Cam yeah, Baker's, that's disappointing this year for them. They, for just, sure. they just don't. And you need to establish a run game if you want your pass game to be open to get you know, Cooper Cup open. Cooper Cup still had an insane week, as he's going to do every single week because he just gets fed the ball. But I mean, like Cam Akers, 13 rushes for 33 yards, averaging 2.5. And then Cooper Cup's seven receptions, 125 yards, a touchdown. Yeah, I think he had, like, a 90-yard touchdown, too, which
2: definitely – Oh, it was a big one, actually, now that you're saying that. I do remember that highlight. But, I mean, he's still going to do Cooper Cup things. I am nervous about the Rams, though. I think this Stafford elbow injury is is probably worse than people expected, so. That's what I'm starting to see, because I remember coming into the season hearing about that, hearing how it can affect him. But, you know, I'm thinking
0: to myself, like, oh, it's still Matt Stafford. He's been a very tough player, you know, when he played for the Lions. He was banged up there. And he, you know, and he kept going at it, but I don't know. Hope the best for that team because, or I, I should not say, hope the best. I don't want to see him do great, but <laughs> I do like Matt Stafford a lot. So, yeah. Um, moving up next, big division rivalry: Bengals and Ravens. Um, so Ravens ended up winning it, nineteen to seventeen. Very close game. Let's see. So. What was I? Remember the deciding factor was in that game. That was like one, you know, one of the main games I watched this week. You know, being the Sunday night game.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Lamar and the Ravens got the ball back with like a minute left, and he just marched them down for a game-winning field goal and by he Justin Tucker.
1: Yes, yeah. wasn't oh, it a very he? long kick from Tucker too.
0: Anyway, it was a long pick. it was a long kick. So I I do remember now. What ended up happening is Lamar drove him all the way down the field for a uh, touchdown. I'm pretty sure. And then he ended up throwing a pick. And then I I want to say the, the Bengals scored off that. And then, and then you know, Lamar led a drive. And a Justin Tucker field goal, man, just doesn't miss. Let's see, what yeah. was his long for that game, actually? Let me take a that. I think he had a 61. 58. Oh,
2: 58. 58, four for four. I, Fifty. I love Lamar how, if you guys saw it, I think the 58-yarder was right before half and he kicks the field goal and then he looks at the crowd and he just puts his arms up and like starts shaking his head like yeah I do this. Yeah, it is like this, dude. It's like right down the middle too every time. It is. Like it's it's actually insane. It's great. You know, I best kicker in the league
0: right now. Um just a little talk about Lamar. I know we were just talking, you know, MVP candidates and stuff like that. He did not show out this game. I mean, got the job done. What do you have for so rushing yards? He beats a team in rushing yards, 12 12- Twelve, you know, attempts for fifty-eight yards, ended up um, having nineteen completions for thirty-two attempts and only one hundred and seventy-four yards in one touchdown. Then obviously one interception, one we just covered. But
2: yeah, it wasn't a very offensive game. Um, And like bringing it to the Bengals side real quick, I think this game showed how helpful T. Higgins is to the offense because. He was supposed to go, and then he played, like, eight snaps. I think he aggravated his ankle and just didn't go in the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, And pain. it's just,
2: like, the Bengals can just not move the ball when T. Higgins isn't out there. And uh, I don't know. And Joe Mixon, I mean, they get the ball at the one-yard line twice, and they don't even give him a carry any of the time. So it's yeah. a little disappointing if you're an owner for him. But I think the Bengals are going to get a little bit better. But I, I just don't know yeah. at this point.
0: One highlight from their team so far that if you guys have, you know, if he's up on your waiver wire is uh, Hayden Hurst. I feel like he's been getting fed the ball yeah. lately. He's kind of been yeah. that that second vice for them when T. Higgins isn't there. Or even when he is there, he's just that guy. because you know T. Higgins is a great receiver. Obviously, Jamar, phenomenal receiver. So, having Hayden Hurst be there and be, you know, another blanket guy for them where it's mm-hmm. both, you know, their defenses are going to be focusing on Jamar.
2: Yeah, I mean, you said Jamar is phenomenal, and I think he is. But – he he hasn't really been doing much. Yeah,
0: I no, mean, I, I just I think teams kind of know mean, at getting this double. point.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. He's he's getting the a pretty aggressive coverage because if you don't give it to him, I mean, he's just gonna go over the top of you. So
0: yeah, yeah. But hoping to see more from T Higgins. Hoping the best for him because I mean, I have on couple of my fantasy teams. The games he's healthy just does phenomenal. And then yeah, so moving on to the last game of the week. We got the uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Now, great game, honestly. I uh, I had a good feeling it was going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Devontae Adams had two huge touchdowns, also shoved over
2: a camera guy.
1: I was just going to was- say, he also racked in at least one shove.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not going to lie, If I was that coming. camera guy, I'm literally acting like I'm paralyzed, bro. Like, I don't uh, know, dude, I'm I'm dude, not. He can dude, get his bag. I don't care. Devonta,
0: I know, maybe, but what, I'm, 30 okay. Million I, or... I guess I guess you guys are just scumbags then. But me personally, do I, I? don't I want to
2: totally, dude. I'm nothing. You know, my money nothing.
0: physically is wrong with me. You. you know, maybe I'd like reach out to the team, and be like, hey, can I get like a signed jersey or something? You know, something. I'll small take like that, that too, but I'd
2: also take like a hundred grand off of like something settled <laughs> dude, outside of court. I'm not like I'm not looking to
0: take this man's money. But um, I feel like. All season long, the Raiders have been kind of shooting themselves in the foot. I feel like with uh, Josh McDaniels there and Derek Carr, they always want to go for two when the game's yeah. on the
2: line, and it just not only doesn't that, work out. I was going to say not only that, but I feel like they're one of those teams where, for some reason, on fourth and one, they throw the ball forty yards downfield. It, hey, it mom, worked out it, for them once. It did work. It worked, it worked out for out them on once. The
0: And the second time yeah, on the game on the game winning play or, you know, what would have been like a massive play in the game where um, it was fourth and one with like, I think, what, like 30 or 20 seconds left. And they were trying to bomb a deep Devante again and him and Hunter Redford just completely ran into each other. Like I don't know what the miscommunication was, whether, you know, whose fault it was. It's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's just painful to see that, dude. It's like you see that ball go deep, and you're like, oh, my God, Devontae Adams. And then it's just no way, just nobody's you know, there. Like 20 yeah. or 30 yards
2: away from that. I will say, um, I don't know what it was this week, but it feels like guys were getting, like, two or three receptions for 150 yards and two touchdowns because Devontae Adams, three receptions, 124 yards, two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I, I remember talking about that during the uh, game, too. You know, with all the guys you're we watching with, it's like he literally hasn't done anything except those, you know, those two big plays, I think. And then he snuck in another, I think, 15 or 20 yard reception. Yeah. On the sideline. So uh, one highlight
1: Kelsey on the other side of the ball just did oh, yeah. everything,
0: <laughs> dude. No, dude, yeah. no yards. 24. Well, I no, 24 I know.
2: Yards.
1: I mean, Four touchdowns. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah,
2: seven receptions, 25 yards. Four touchdowns. It was like one of the weirdest <laughs> stat lines I've ever seen. It's just like you they get, just fed the you man get man to the red zone.
1: zone, and Mahomes is like, "All right, where's Kelsey?" Yeah, he, he just yeah.
0: and it, it was automatic for yeah. them. So yep. it was very unfortunate because uh, I was up twenty points going into that month, or I think it was like twenty two points or something like that going into my you know Monday night matchup, and the you know the guy had Travis Kelsey, and that was it. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, "It's you know, it's possible he does it." 25 points for you know, or 23 points for Travis Kelsey is not outlandish, but you know he got a lot more than that. Four
2: touchdowns is just absurd. So yeah, yeah, you probably look at the stat line, you're like, only 25 yards. I think I just won, and then you like scroll over a little <laughs> more and see the touchdowns, and you're like, <laughs> okay, never yeah, mind. I was just watching <laughs> that game, and I was watching it unfold. I was like,
0: god damn it again.
2: Yeah, but and um, also,
0: never.
2: I just wanted to say real quick, Josh Jacobs mm. looks really. That's what good. I was trying to move into. Yeah. yeah.
0: Dude, he's running like a demon right now, like every single time. I feel like he was dragging defenders, you know, multiple guys had to like be there, bring him down. He was looking pretty elusive. He was running guys over, I mean, 154 yards in one touchdown. I love it. I love it. And he gets receiving work as well. Five receptions. Five receptions, beautiful. What I was going to say, though, is um, last season he had a very lackluster season. I remember I didn't take him in any of my leagues last year, and I was very thankful for it because he didn't do anything. And the season before that, he had a great season. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to see Josh Jacobs start to return to that, you know, like maybe top 10 running or top 15, top 10 running backs in the league.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So hopefully more come mm-hmm. for him because I haven't been a couple of leagues this year because he was going super late. But that wraps up all the ge- all the games from the week, guys. So next up going to that fantasy talk, the people that you guys want to start, the people that we think are going to break out, maybe the people that we think you guys should bench. So just we'll start out with quarterbacks. Um, I'll go last this time because I feel like I've been reading out quarterbacks first every single episode, so I'll let you guys take it.
2: I can, uh, I can go first here. Uh, like I usually do, I'm just going to go one guy that you're probably like, you kind of have to start, but I just think he's going to do well, and then a guy that maybe like, Maybe he's not one of your starters, but you might, you know, look to use him if needed. Plus there's a lot of bye weeks this week, so. Yeah. Um, But I got first Kyler Murray versus Seattle. Kyler actually has been, like, pretty underwhelming, Um, at least in fantasy's, like, standpoint. Like, you know, you you draft him as, like, probably a top five QB. And I think he is, like, fifth ranked right now, but he's only averaging, like, 18 and a half points a game. Nothing crazy. Um, But, I mean, he plays Seattle, and Seattle – Puts points on the board, but they also let points get scored one on them. One of the worst
0: defenses, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I think if there's going to be a week where maybe we see Kyler finally rush for like 80 yards and a touchdown or two and have a couple deep throws, um, I think it could be this week. So I think Kyler Murray is going to be a really good option. And then I also have Kirk Cousins versus Miami. Uh, again, Miami's also one of those teams that just lets teams score a boatload of points on them. Uh, I think we get a Justin Jefferson type week. And I think it's going to be because, you know, obviously if Jefferson does good, it's because Kirk Cousins is passing the ball. Yeah. So,
0: right. I, I think, think it's Kirk a great
2: pick it. because, um, you know, with their third string quarterback
0: being in there, had a terrible game last week. I expect to see some turnovers. I expect to see them not moving yeah. the ball and just, you know, some three yeah. and outs, a lot of punts. Yeah. They're
2: going to have the ball a lot in the Vikings. So.
1: Yeah. I like those. Yeah. Games. I'm, I um I was also gonna say Kirk Cousins Cam, uh, especially playing Miami. I think I think he's got a really positive outlook for the week. Um, and just scrolling through, honestly, a guy that hasn't been doing much, um, but I feel like could potentially turn that around. I like Garoppolo against Atlanta this week. I almost chose him too. Yeah. Yeah, I think Garoppolo against Atlanta. Um, you could see him potentially put up. N- a good week this week, more than you know, fifteen points. Maybe finally breaking into getting twenty points. You know, maybe he's throwing for two touchdowns. Like,
2: yeah, nice to I was,
1: and he's he's been on the up and up. So,
2: yeah, I was gonna say Garoppolo, and I I do still think he's a good choice. The only reason I didn't was because Atlanta is not good, and I can see the four down is getting up early, and then just relying on the run for the rest of the game. But this I mean, it could also be a close game. We never know. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, a, so I'm actually going gonna, gonna to list off three, and two of them are no-brainers, but the two teams are playing each other that are juggernauts. This week we have a great matchup. One of the highlights of the year, everyone's excited for it, is the Kansas City and Buffalo Bills. That's Patrick yeah. Mahomes against Josh Allen. That's, that might be the game I watched instead of Red Zone, honestly. If that, if that game I see is going in a good direction in an entertaining way. Is it, is it a 4 o'clock? Yep, yeah, it's 425
1: game. It, okay. Hit the under on that one. You want
0: to know why? Because the Broncos have another prime time.
1: Gross. Yeah, that's gross.
0: Yep, Broncos and Chargers. Yeah, Broncos and Chargers on the Monday night, and then Eagles and Cowboys on the Sunday night, which I'm not opposed to. I mean, no, that'll be a good one. Say, is yeah, Dak- I, 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 well, What? I don't,
2: I don't know any news on Dak because I kind of forgot about him. But is he? Is he yeah. supposed to come back? Because I know it's around this time that he should. It's be, right? right
0: around this time. Yeah,
2: which is going to be interesting to see what they do. do you first even of put all. him back in? I don't know you kind of have to cuz it'd be embarrassing to pay him that much money so, and then just to let the backup play over him.
0: Yeah, so I actually had a conversation about this the other night. It was how because of Dallas, because of how Jerry Jones is, how you know successful the you know the Cowboys franchise is, I think they're one of, the, you know, they bring in one of the most money's, you know, the most money in the league. I think that they're paying Dak and they're paying Zeke so much that these are the players that their fan base is excited to see and they're going yeah, to they feed to. them the ball. They're going they have to. I mean, I think if Cooper Rush was that guy, like that guy, that guy, I know, I know they've done very well with him. He he's still undefeated as a starter, but I just feel like he hasn't had any, like a, a flashy week at all. No, yeah, he's kind of just getting him. He's getting him by, just by kind of being there. Yeah, so very excited for that matchup this week. I think obviously you're you're going to start Patrick Mahomes or you know, Josh Allen no matter who, like who they play, pretty much. But that's a that's a lock on, obviously. Um, and then this, I was kind of struggling with my last one, so I was actually going to say Kirk too. And then I'm just looking at some of the other matchups in the league, and um, I'm going to go. with hey Kirk, man, give it to Kirk. No, I'm not taking Kirk. I'm taking Geno Smith
1: because okay. obviously, how
0: we were just talking about Kyler Murray, how the, C, the the Seahawks defense is nothing to write home about. It's one of the worst defenses in the league so far this year. And I think if they're going to have a contest to stay in this game, they're going to need Geno. Now, I don't think he's going to explode this week. I could see him getting just about 20 because I think he's what he's the position. He's a position rank six right now, which if you told me that at the beginning of the year, that would have been absolutely disgusting. But I mean, looking at the games he's had so far, he had 20 points against Atlanta. He had, 32 against Detroit, and he just had 24 against the Saints. And keep in mind, the Saints have a good defense. The Saints have one of the best defenses in the league. So
2: and and no penny now. They might have to throw the ball even more. Exactly. So, that's a good so, pick right there. I like that. Looking we'll actually excited for that. I picked up Gino in one of my leagues, and I'm benching Russell Wilson for Gino Smith this oh, week. Oh, dude,
0: I saw I saw Russell Wilson on the on the uh, waiver wire in two of my. I leagues. almost dropped
2: him at this point. I might as well.
0: And I thought about it I was like, I mean, he wouldn't be my starter because right now I think I have Brady in a lot of my leagues just to how late you get him. I had Dak. And then I think I have Burrow or – I have Burrow in one of them and I forget the other one, honestly, which ones I haven't covered. But – so we'll move right into running backs. I'm going to give my pick first with the Javante Williams injury just occurring, Melvin Gordon. I I think Melvin Gordon. Let's see. Uh, I just had to stat up about his matchup this week, but let me just find that real quick.
2: They are activating Latavius Murray this week, so I'm I interested know. to see how that goes. I don't <laughs> think he's going to do anything because I don't think he's going to do much out. either.
0: I mean, so so far, Melvin Gordon's decision rank 39, but that's because he hasn't splitting reps. He really hasn't been finding the end zone, which, with how bad this Broncos offense has been. I was gonna say no one on the Broncos is finding the end zone. Yeah, no one on the Broncos is gonna find the end zone. But I know so he had one touchdown against San Francisco. And then other than that, he had so that, that San Francisco game, he ended up scoring 16 points. The he ended up playing against Las Vegas. Didn't he only got three carries. So I'm guessing something happened where you know, he just either left the field or some. But then the game of the game against Indianapolis, he ended up getting 15 receptions for 54 yards. Thirteen points. But then he saw three receptions for forty-nine yards. He saw a touchdown on there. That's a twenty-point week. And let's see. The Chargers do not have a very great, or they they do have a good defense, but their position ranking so far is thirty-second
2: against the run game. That is crazy. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's shocking. Like true. Yeah, they could. Yeah, I think he could have a good week for sure. I think that's
1: a good pick.
0: Yeah. All so, oh, you spin, who you have?
1: Um. This might be a uh, a stretch here, but uh, Stevenson, how do you – is it raw, ramen, Ramondre? Ramondre. Ramondre,
0: yeah.
1: Ramondre. Yeah. Dude, I mean, playing Cleveland with Zappy at quarterback, he got 25 attempts last game. I don't know. I think he could be someone that gets, again, just a lot of touches in the game. And if you're getting a lot of touches – you can break out on a couple of those. Um, well, uh, what I was gonna
0: say is, uh, what's interesting about the Patriots how they've always been is I feel like they've always had like a three headed monster in the backfield. They've always had a cycle of running backs because I feel like Belichick likes to keep them fresh. But it, that's why you never see Patriots running backs do good. No, I know it's like, yeah. but one of them will break out a week typically. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Ramondres, you know, I, I feel like you know he's either running like a monster. Getting a far majority of the um, of the run game, you know, getting twenty five rushes this week. I mean, yeah, and as of right now, I feel like he could easily be the RB one, like the,
2: the first yeah. clear cut RB one for the Patriots in a while. Yeah, I mean, and with Harris being injured, obviously,
1: like yeah. yeah. Um, and there's two guys I want to talk about. Um, I'd like to say James Conner, but he's been so poor this year. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that I don't even want to. I don't even want to throw him in. I'm just gonna say it, Brees Hall. I've been, I have him in as many leagues as I could. Um, I love him, dude, and I I only want to see the best out of him. Uh, I said it really early on. I've kind of been supporting the Jets a little bit this year, which is weird to say. Um, uh, and Green Bay's got a good defense, but I'm taking Brees Hall this week. Uh, he's position. He's position rank nine. Like and that's he wasn't even a starter for the first three weeks
2: of the year. Yeah. So, I, I'm just gonna rip through these real quick because I also had Brees Hall. I think he's taking over this backfield. I know we talked about how it could be like, you know, a one-two punch, but I think it's it's gonna be mostly Brees from here on out. Um so Brees Hall obviously you're gonna plug him into your lineup and just didn't mention James Conner. I know James Conner's dealing with the rib injury. Um and I mean a bunch of other injuries. I mean he's super injury prone, so I don't even know if he's going to play like a this high week.
1: High ankle sprain at one point too, right?
2: Yeah, like he's super injured right now. I don't even know if he's going to go this week, which is why my second one, if you're looking for a guy deep on your bench to start, especially with all the buys this week, I had you know Benjamin because Dara Williams got injured, James Connor is probably injured, and you know Benjamin is the last guy standing, so I think he can have a good week. Uh, if you know, there's literally no other options in Arizona, so. That's yeah,
0: what I like at. them. So, next up, is going to be wide receivers. Um, I guess I'll come out with mine first. Um, it's kind of tough because a lot of the wide receivers I have on my fantasy team have had uh, – they all have bye weeks this week. I shouldn't say a lot of them. But one of the guys I'm excited to see is going to be Marquise Brown. We just talked about how bad the, mm-hmm. Seattle, you know, the Seattle Seahawks defense was. He's been that clear-cut wide receiver one. I see him having a huge week this week. 20-plus yeah. points. I, I would hope so. I mean, I clicked on the wrong player there. I mean, let me look at his stats real quick. I mean, yeah, in the last three games, he, he had 28 points, 21 points, 22 points.
1: So, really I just good. see another
0: big week from him. Is that, you only had one guy? Yeah, I only had really, I okay. I'll I throw someone out else out real there, quick. But. Yeah.
2: Right. Um, so once again, kind of a guy that you're probably locking into your lineup, AJ Brown, he's been struggling a little bit. So I think he's due for a big week. Also it's, they're playing Dallas, uh, Philadelphia. So I think they're just going to try to go out there and just absolutely demolish them. Um, you know, it's obviously a, a division game. So I think they, AJ Brown's going to do really well. And uh, on the opposite side of the field, actually that same game, I also have Michael Gallup kind of like a deeper option for, um, I chose Gallup because obviously like the Philadelphia Eagles have a good defense and they're going to be focusing on CD lamb. And I think Michael Gallup has been pretty good recovering from the ACL so far. And I think he's, he's definitely a candidate to have a really good week. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a very
2: interesting.
0: I,
1: um, you you good, Kim?
2: Yeah. And that's, I only have those two. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think, so one of my guys, uh, Mike Evans, I think Tampa yeah. Bay is gonna come in an absolute tear, like just tear Pittsburgh apart. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't Godwin still kind of iffy? He's just he back uh, to.
2: He played last week, I think. But yeah, I don't limited. think he's hundred percent though. But yeah, um, he was limited. I think.
0: One interesting so, thing I actually saw about uh, Godwin is that he's in all the past seasons. Even though Mike Evans has, I think, typically cleared, you know, been the clear-cut wide receiver one. Chris Goblin's has actually been outscoring him, especially like fantasy-wise. Yeah. I saw that on uh, Big Ben's TikTok, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, And then I'm just looking through other guys in the week. Uh, You know, there's people who I hope do good, but I don't see doing great. I think Gabe Davis could have a week. True, Um, against Kansas City again? Yeah, especially with, you know, guys like, digs going to be taking up so much focus because you know you expect it to be kind of a gun show just sling the ball down the field uh, i think gabe davis could have a really sneaky solid but not crazy week um but who knows i mean if that game you know ends up being like 47 40 then there's touchdowns to go around and there's points to be had so i'll uh, i'll go with gabe davis
0: I like it uh what do you guys want to start
2: out with our tight ends uh Yeah, I can go with some tight ends real quick. I don't uh, the know, first guy high that high I had – yeah, first guy that I have up is George Kittle. I know he's been a little disappointing, but I think he had a really decent week last week. Um, Obviously not like anything crazy, but they're playing Atlanta. Uh, Stin mentioned Garoppolo as a QB start of the week. Uh, so I also as well think Garoppolo can be pretty good this week. And I think he's going to be passing the ball to Kittle. Uh, Debo yep. hasn't really been getting – much no, for him. Not uh, same thing with Ayuk. So I think it's going to be like one of those three guys, most likely Debo, but one of those three guys is probably going to be good and the rest are kind of just going to get not yeah. of anything. Well, so.
0: I like that Kittle pick a lot because we, we mentioned it in one of like the, you know, previous, the previous episodes before Kittle was even back for his injury, but he's a safety blanket for that team. And I think – is gonna need to start utilizing, him, especially because you know Debo hasn't been you know performing. I know he had that like one crazy run against or that crazy reception against the uh, Rams, but it's just been like kind of yeah. underwhelming for that entire offense so far. So I think to step it up, feeding um, Kittle is the right move. But yeah. moving on to mine, I've actually been having terrible luck so far with uh, tight ends in fantasy because I never draft like high on tight ends. And I regret not taking Kelsey. Like Jesus Christ, I should have taken. G- I should. I should have taken Kelsey. But and uh, my pick for like the week, him. yeah. Oh yeah, and Andrews too. One and two, right there. But um, my pick for the week is gonna be Higby. I think, okay. as we were mentioning it earlier, Cooper Cup. He just he can't be that guy every single game. Which I mean, obviously, I think he's gonna lead them every single week. But Higsby Higby's been seeing. I think like seven to eight receptions, maybe like six to eight receptions.
2: Yeah, he's been which doing really is pretty good. good for tight
0: ends because last week I ended up starting starting on Tyler Conklin over him. Tyler Conklin racked in a monster zero catches for uh, yeah zero receptions, one target for zero yards.
1: Love that.
0: So that was that was pretty painful. But Tyler Conklin, keep in mind, is also the position ranked twelve for tight ends.
2: Yeah, but honestly, once you get past just a rank like five for tight ends, it's like no one's really that good anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I think correction. we know
2: who Stin's got though. I'm like, actually not Will thinking Disney this dis- week. Ah.
1: Let me down a little <laughs> bit. Um not saying he's gonna have a good week, but I look at Arizona versus Seattle, uh, and I just think Zach Ertz is getting targets in that game. Um I don't know if he's scoring touchdowns, but he's been so consistent for him. He's getting targets, he's getting points. Um, I think he's either third or fourth right now uh in tight ends um and I I just I think he just goes out there and he has a good game like I said not a great game like someone like Kelsey or Andrews would give you but I think he's 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 gonna have a good game he hasn't scored less than 10 points on the season I believe um in terms of fantasy I'll double check yeah. that yeah his lowest scoring game is 10 um which happened twice. But, I mean, if 10 is your lowest scoring game, you can't complain about that.
2: So yeah, I'm happy with it. that from the tight end, to be honest. If he gets anything really over 10. It's,
0: yeah. yeah. It's a tight end. I mean, unless you have, you know, Kelsey or Andrews, like we just stated, which they're likely, more likely to get over 10. But anyone else over 10, I'm more than happy with. So, yeah. I believe that is all the time we have left for this episode, guys, or Zoom calls about it you know exit us out but thank you guys so much for listening um sorry for not posting last week we're gonna try and be more consistent with it even i think once in a while pretty soon we're gonna start getting some miscellaneous episodes out where we you know talk about like this you know the uh, playoffs mvps and stuff like that get our takes out now so that's gonna be coming in the near future so stay tuned guys thanks for listening
1: peace yeah, out